Hello and welcome to Catholic Parents Online, a podcast where we share tips and resources on Catholic parenting. This is brought to you by the Theology of the Body Parenting Team of the Apostolate for Catholic Truth. Presented with the lens of the Theology of the Body, we will see how we can be a sincere gift of ourselves to our kids in ways that will help them find true happiness and flourish in accordance with God's wonderful plan for each and every one of them. My name is John Hui and I'm your host for this podcast. In our previous episode, we shared about the definition and reality of marriage from the perspective of reason. In this episode, we will explore God's plan for marriage from the beginning. Let us begin with one of the most misunderstood passages from St. Paul's letter to the Ephesians. I'm referring to chapter 5, verse 22, which states, Wives, submit to your husbands as to the Lord. Or according to another translation, Wives, be subject to your husbands as to the Lord. Now, did St. Paul really mean to justify a husband's domination over his wife? If that is the case, it would be perfectly understandable that ladies should feel utterly riled by the statement. So to have a better idea as to what St. Paul was really saying, we'll need to take a closer look at the passage from Ephesians chapter 5 in proper context, in better perspective. In particular, with reference to verse 21, which says, Be subject to one another out of reverence for Christ. And verse 25, which says, Husbands, Love your wives as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her. Now, how did Christ love his church? By dying and offering the total gifts of himself to her. So how are we to love our wives then? By dying to ourselves. By dying to our pride, our ego, our selfishness, our lust, our laziness, our self-interest and anything else that might prevent us from being a sincere and life-giving gift to our wife. Hmm. I sense the ladies are starting to smile a bit more now, right? I love this example that Christopher West gave in one of his talks. Imagine the husband and wife both come back from work tired after a long day's work for both. The husband may then say to his wife, Honey, I want to love you as you deserve to be loved. I'm here for you to serve, not to be served. So why don't you sit at the sofa and watch your favorite TV program while I prepare dinner for you? In the meantime, uh, let me get some tea for you so you can relax while waiting for dinner to be ready. After dinner, let me help with the kids and their homework. Now, ladies, how would you feel when you experience your husband's total self-gift as in the example given above. What do you think is the usual response from ladies when I pose this question to them? Is my husband alright? This must be a miracle. No, no. Most ladies I've asked would give a big smile at this scenario and say that through the experience of their husband's love, they would be more than happy and willing to return that love by being a gift to him in all aspects of their marital life too. She would be more than willing to submit to and support her husband in his mission to love her. So, in a sense, her submission consists in her acknowledging, accepting, experiencing, and then 
encouraging and supporting her husband's mission to love her as Christ loves his church. And through that exchange of love that they live, their marriage becomes an image of God. The eternal exchange of love that is the Holy Trinity. The Father, freely loving and giving himself entirely to the Son. The Son, experiencing the love of the Father, freely giving himself entirely back to him. And their love that they share is so real, so fruitful, that it is another person, the Holy Spirit, the third person of the Holy Trinity. Now, what happens in marriage? The husband, in his male body, offers the gift of himself in love to his wife. The wife, in her female body, receiving and experiencing the total gifts of her husband, reciprocates his love through the total gift of herself back to him. And their love, open to the Lord, the giver of life, becomes, God willing, another person, their child. The complementarity and union of the husband's body and his wife's body, their one flesh union, thus becomes an icon, an image of Trinitarian love. A love which is free, total, faithful, and fruitful. Through their marital intimacy and union, both husband and wife experience a little bit, a little bit of that love in the Holy Trinity. And not only that, they also give their children and others around them a teeny weeny glimmer of who God is, of what heavenly love is like, and therefore help to point us there. Finally, and in a very beautiful way, the married couple also become a sign, a sacrament of Christ's love for his church. Of course, the catechism is very clear that in no way does this mean that God is sexual, yeah? He is pure spirit. We must remember that we are made in God's image and not the other way around. God is not made in our image. So, that is what God's plan for marriage is that we are subject to one another out of reverence for Christ by being totally given to each other as husband and wife in all our masculinity and in all our femininity for our good and the good of the children he may give us in our nuptial union. Which is why the Catechism tells us that marriage is by its nature ordered towards the good of the spouses and the procreation and education of offspring. Let us conclude with this beautiful insight from Pope St. John Paul II in his Theology of the Body, in which he said, quote, The body and it alone is capable of making visible what is invisible, the spiritual and divine. Unquote. It was created as male and female to show the world who God is. That's how beautiful the human body is. Once we lose sight of the beauty and meaning of the sexual difference and complementarity of man and woman, what will happen? We will lose sight of who God is, the eternal exchange of love that is free, total, faithful, and fruitful. And as the Catechism tells us, without the Creator, the creature vanishes. When that happens, we will fail to appreciate the beauty and greatness of who we are as male and female made in God's image. 
we will lose sight of our call to eternal communion, our final destiny. And when we do not even know the address of our destination, we will not even know how to set our moral GPS, so to speak, to get there. In other words, we will lose all meaning of what it means to be human in the first place. Till we meet again, take care and God bless you and the family. Goodbye.